commence primary ignition. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to yet another X-Wing podcast. I am your host, as always, Pete Lambro, joined this week and every week by my good pal, Chris Daniel. Chris, how you doing? How you doing? The Encore. The Encore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we should let you know, this. we had some technical difficulties with our very special friend of the podcast guest, Zach Hood, from the Red Seal Gaming community. Zach uh, joined us. Turns out Zach records on a computer that is actually a potato. Uh, and it kept <laughs> dropping out on us uh, and and killing his entire audio feed on a regular basis. So we had to ask Zach to uh, leave forever and never show his face in these parts again. Uh, so, Zach, we will miss you. Uh, but Chris, him. Chris, we have to redo the question of the week. You want to re you want to you want to frame your question again and I'll I'll pretend it's a brand new answer. Yes, we'll, we'll totally act like we didn't just ask them and Zach yeah. this question as well. <laughs> Excuse me. If you had to join a pod racing, a pod race, that's technically not a pod race. But you're using ships and this is small ships from X-Wing. What would be the ship that you would use? And if you want, add a pilot in. And now I'll say it has to be a pilot from the ship. Okay. Here's the thing that kills me. I, I'm saying it again. I said it before. I'm saying it again. If it's a pod race, but not with pod racers, isn't that just a race? No, no. If you in had my, to race ships. In my world, it's not. Okay. Just go along with it. I'm, go, yes. I'm going along with it. I'm going along with it, as I often do. I just embrace the chaos and let, let it happen. I just let it flow over me. A non-pod race. Pod race. Non a non pod race. So uh <laughs> I I had picked before and I'm gonna pick again the N1 Starfighter, but now since you've added the caveat, mm-hmm. I have to pick someone who actually pilots the ship. To pilot the ship, I'm gonna say baby Anakin, who uh canonically is the only human who has fast enough reflexes to uh pod race. What's his line? I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. Does, does he say something like that? Yeah, but he says it with far better acting jobs oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when i fly the when i actually fly the double when i barrel that's all i say and i, I usually yeah. mess up the quote anyway. i think he says i think he says let's try spinning that's a good trick yeah 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 that's what he says good line <laughs> iconic I, I picked uh the fireball um i just feel like like i said earlier i feel like it's super fast it can slam and then you and an invisible zach ghost said that that was actually a a uh, meant for racing which i did not know yeah that's in um so so kaz and and uh jarek jaeger and uh all the pilots from the firewall pack are from the resistance cartoon show um and in that show those characters are actual racers like they they like they have races and the ah. fireball is Kaz's ship that he like it's like a it's like a his hot rod right it's like yeah, a yeah, yeah. hot rod um and there are actually other racers in that show so i do wonder someday if we'll see some other racer ones i guess maybe throw like them all in mining if they just start mining for resistance ships to sculpt i guess that wouldn't be a bad idea um I get curious, man. I'm like, yeah. uh, with all this, the old, 
show it like Rebels coming out, and I said that like Red Bulls, but Rebels coming oh. out, like more and more ships that we're seeing in Obi Wan. Um, I, I I would love to see more stuff for Resistance and FO, and I'm wondering where are they going to get it from. Yeah, that's well. So, yeah, they're really Disney is really in a a safe zone right now. Like operating in and around the original trilogy is like a super safe move yeah. for Star Wars stuff, right? Which makes sense from a company that wants to you know make money and build goodwill, right? Yeah. But I I'm much more interested in seeing what the future is, right? Like past Rise of Skywalker, like. Mm-hmm. The Emperor is defeated. Ray has her cool spoilers, has her cool yellow lightsaber. Mm. Uh, what next? Right? Like, what? what's the next thing that happens, right? I think that would be super cool to see, and I think it would give us more uh, more juice for the game. Um, they're also doing... Have you read... Do you read any Star Wars books ever, Chris? Is that something uh, you're into? I, I don't know how to read, but, um, you know... No, I know that's not true. <laughs> I just didn't know if you were into, like, any of the comic books. No, or, no, no, uh, no, I'm kidding. I've read some of Dr. Afra as far as comic books oh, are okay. concerned. Yeah, sure. Which I found that very cool, and I've read mm-hmm. some of the old novels, like the... I think I told you this, Bounty Hunter Wars. Yeah, Tales it? of the Bounty Hunter. Tales of the Bounty Hunter, and oh, I read, actually, some of that cool zombie one. I couldn't stop reading it. Um... There's a zombie one where they, I think the rebels are on a ship and the stormtroopers are actually like zombies when they go on there. It's like a cargo ship or something. I feel like I've seen the cover of that, but I so do not cool. remember. I do not remember the name of that. But um, and I read the bounty so, hunt, the Boba, actual Boba Fett one. Yeah, they're doing um, they're doing a series of of novels and comic books set and they call it the high republic era oh yeah i bought it i didn't read three or four hundred years before the original trilogy Mm -hmm. yeah um i have the first book i have not read it yet but i have the first book of that and i'm I'm curious about that um yeah i bought the first issue as well but not the book i didn't i didn't buy the book i got the first novel i didn't read anything i don't you know i don't read comic books i never read them growing up i was just not it was like my a lot of a lot of friends who were into comic books it just kind of passed me by yeah, I love them. Um, yeah, I'm just them. I I like them conceptually. I just I don't I guess I don't know how that happened, right? Like it seems I seem like a good fit to have read comic books. I just never did. When I was a kid, uh, I actually wanted to draw, and I had all these crazy ideas for for characters and stuff. And I was an atrocious atrocious uh, I guess artist slash drawer or whatever. And I like I should have taken drawing lessons and classes, and I didn't. So then all that semi-imagination stuff like went away but uh yeah so, and so I, then i was also drawn to comics because I, I read x-men a lot so i was disappointed when and we're really like getting off topic here but i was there's no topic man Vibes <laughs> only. I, I was disappointed when um when uh universal did not get to buy the the whole x-men kind of characters and stuff and then of course disney did because i just wanted selfishly speaking more x-men movies to come out yeah i love those x-men movies i um Anytime I've tried to get into comics as an adult, I just like it doesn't do it for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But those X Men movies were great. Like I, I, the first and second X Men movies are still hold up as like really one. They're great movies, but two, they're really interesting to see in how different they are from like the modern like the MCU movies, which are all they're not the same, but they're all very samey, right? They have a lot of the same, same formula, writing, well, a lot formula, of them, yeah. writing style, energy, mostly safe. Mm-hmm. yeah very safe stuff right exactly yeah so it's just like like to see you know looking at movies from outside of that like before mm-hmm. that was the adopted style is like so interesting to me because it's just 
it, it refreshingly different, right? Yeah. Um, I can't Zach's say. answer, uh, by the way, Zach's answer was Colby, Colby Sparado in the T sixty five X wing, who would lose the pod race. That's not a race. Um, the end. And, he, and, and yeah, and he said they, it was good because he could also fight. You know, you have to be able to like kind of bike, fight back, and be bulky, or whatever. And thank you, Zach, for your answer and your time. That's right, and for your garbage computer. Yeah, um, the Commodore sixty four crap. The Commodore sixty four. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk today. We're gonna chat about the uh, GSP had a had a galactic qualifier Father's Day weekend galactic qualifier Sullust. Very I love, cool. I love that they always name their planets, and I will say they uh, come up pretty cool. I think I think the little um, kind of like flat style graphic they come up with of the mm-hmm. uh, of the planet surface is always very cool. Uh, so like Sullust is like or has a lot of orange and reds and stuff. It's like very yeah, desert, maybe or gas planet style. Um, yeah, but I I was very excited about this, Chris, because I did not catch any of these streams, mm-hmm. but I thought of you when I saw who won. The first order, first order is back, baby. What it never left. Christopher Patrick, first order, a first order. Chris won a galactic qualifier. That's basically like you won. I, I won. Thank you, everyone. And congratulations. Me, you know, I'd like to thank the so, academy. We're going to talk about some of these lists that we find interesting. We're talking about some of the top cut lists, uh, but I specifically I want to start with this one. I want to read it to you, and I want to hear your take on it as. As another, as a fellow first order, Chris, are you ready? Mm-hmm. So he's got Kylo Ren, great character, flying the Whisper, the Tie Whisper. He's got Shattering Shot, Instinctive Aim, Predator, Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics, Munitions Failsafe, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. Jeez Louise, that's a lot of stuff on there, right? Yeah. Uh, loaded to the teeth, believe it or not. Very cohesive. Well, yeah, because pre- you want to line up those bullseyes both for mm-hmm. the Kylo ability and for Predator and for the three die primary, right? Yep. Uh, optics makes a lot of sense because he can, you know, f- you know, taking a focus is like the easy choice. And with the instinctive aim and the three force, he doesn't necessarily need to take the lock. And does optics work on um, munitions shots, or is that primary only? Oh, it's uh, it's open for everything. Open, open for everything. Yeah. So so grabbing <clears> that <throat> focus means that instead of having to choose his target, like during the activation phase, he can just say, "I'm going to spend a force and still probably land three hits using force and advanced optics with his focus." Right, and it's like whatever. Um, munitions failsafe is probably just a points filler, but it also could come into play like, if you truly have a garbage roll. Right. Yeah, and it's it's probably yeah. <laughs> looking at his list, Sneaky P is probably the only slot that wasn't full. And he was like, I have one point. Why not? Yeah, one point. Why not? Uh, then he got he has Commander Malaris, very cool type. This tie this fire is seeing this uh, tie fighter is seeing a lot of play now. The Malaris, wow. I feel like Malaris was seeing a lot of play or a decent amount of play in the shuttle in two point Right, they had that Malaris swarm. Yes, uh, but now we're seeing a lot of the the FO fighter. Uh, and that's the balance with marksmanship and cluster missiles. Mm-hmm. Then Scorch with Predator, Fanatical, and Optics. Dread in the bomber, the TIE bomber, with Electro Shaft missiles, Skilled Bombardier, and Proximity Mines. Bombers um, coming back. Bombers are back, baby. And then another bomber, we have Grudge with uh, Elusive, Automated Targeting Priority, 
uh, Electro Chef, Skilled Bombardier, and Proximity Mines. I really love the Skilled Bombardier with the Proximity Mines, mostly because you have you've gotten me with the Skilled Proximity Mine drop more than once. Yeah, that was when I was on my bomber kick. <clears throat> you had that three bomber list that was mean stuff. What I love is this guy. Like I watched some of one of his matches. And he pulled off, he was a racing ships in this one. Uh, I think he was against a Rexler and a, a bunch of cool tie ships. Um, I think, yes, I think. Let's just go with that. <laughs> um, okay. But he, man, he pulled a, he had uh, number one, the concussion missiles, right? So he had the instinctive aim, so I believe he used... Uh, one force for the instinctive aim. He shot someone, and then he he uh, he it was a it was obstructed, and he used a, another force to get shatter shatter shattering shot. Oh boy! Okay. So it was really mean. I believe he had four a four dice attack, and it was all four hits. And that was uh, in the cut. That was in the cut. Damn. All right. Yeah, that's uh, so I I know Shattering Shot is good, right? Let me just start with that. I know Shattering Shot is good. I find it so hard to play and line up those obstructed shots. And and it feels like I'm spending so much force just to get that extra result in there. And I again, I know it's good, right? Like I, it's proven to be good well, because people great, who are, but it's good. Not great, but people who are better than me consistently take it and do well with it. Do you know what I mean? Mm hmm. And well, it's like, the, so like I see their success and I'm like, damn, I should get better at that. Right. There's, well, there's a certain way to fly. Well, number one, you have to fly it to where you're, you're increasing the chances of getting that uh, obstructed shot. And then number two, it's harder for ships that aren't whisper Kylo because they might have less force and you want to use these force for mods. Um, I played, right. uh, I played, what is I played? Uh, Alex that I mentioned last week from Connecticut, he was flying a ray, <clears throat> I believe with shattered shattering shot. And he was so used to flying and getting obstructed shots that it was, it was procking a lot. So if yeah. I, I can't do that personally, I've tried this. I spoke with Chris Knight about it. Shout out to Chris and Alex. I, I spoke with Chris about it. And I, I think this was a while ago. I can't fly the whisper trying to get the shattering shot because to me, it's too fast. And, I'm like, uh, it's, I'm not going, I'm not getting that shot. How, it doesn't uh, proc. So God bless this guy. For how fast it. is a whisper? I haven't looked at, I've never looked at the dial. They don't have oh, no like one, a one, no sh- one forward and no one bank either. Yeah. The hard ones. And oh, then it's too wow. heavy. Good dial, but they're not meant to go. It is. Slow. It is a good dial. I love, I love the variety of the turnarounds, the three sloop and the, uh, the four and the five K both very cool stuff. Yeah. And it's got the, it's got the turret too. So it, it can just do the, the A-wing thing of zoom past you and flip that turret around. Yeah. No, I, I'm kind of jealous of, of, I can't believe I didn't come up with instinctive aim and like concussion missiles, for example. Like it's so perfect with Kylo. It's so perfect. Absolutely. And yeah, then Kylo you have ran 18, 18 points of loadout on the whisper. Very cool. Yeah. Keep going. Tell me more yeah. about this list. Well, I mean, it's you. Kylo is just now he is a menace. You have yeah. advanced optics. You already know, like there's so many things on how he can, modify the dice and then have a strong hit against it. And then it's like, oh, by the way, you know what? I'm going to keep my force and I might still jam you. Oh, and by the way, yes, let's say I don't have a good shot on you. I'm going to use my natural ability and change my buddy's hits to crits. So he's mean. 
these mean if flown correctly. So shout out to you, uh, Crispy, for flying this. Um, Malaris, I am in the minority. I actually like, and I know, I will state this for a fact, I know cluster missiles is more efficient and makes more sense for obvious reasons for Malaris's ability. Right, right, because in the bonus attack, you get mods still, yeah. Yes, you still get mods. Personally, and maybe it's just a flying style, I like to use concussion missiles because, for me, I'm getting that early range three shot out. Uh, that, yeah. that, that, yeah, that's so, so for how I fly it, I prefer concussion missiles, but uh, well, and, and Malaris, Malaris has to take a stress in order to use the ability, right? Yes, yes. yeah, so may, I mean, I mean, there is something to not wanting to stress yourself when you're in the thick of it, like when you're in when you're in cluster missile range, like you might not want to stress yourself to activate the ability necessarily, right? So there's something to your to your thought on that, right? There's, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, it's more like um, if I'm in cluster missile range, then number one, if it's range one, then okay, you know, I could use three dice or number two, if it's range three, I am hampering you more and I'm also right, in a safer missile, zone. Yeah. Right, I'm also yeah, in a safer yeah, yeah. zone. But, I mean, look... The, That's it, probably just a playstyle choice. Yeah, it's exactly playstyles because cluster yeah. missiles are very efficient. You can hit swarms. Usually mm -hmm. people are kind of have fly with a wingman, like Top Gun Maverick. Whoa! Um, fly with a wingman, so that you're going to be getting a bonus shot, which is great. His Scorch... Chris, uh, let good. me just ask you real quick. How many times have you seen Top Gun Maverick in the theater so far? Oh, I can't believe you asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think either I told you or, or you're asking, but regardless... I, th um, I think you were starting to tell me in the yeah. pre-show during your popcorn <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I've seen it. Was, no, not wasn't this week. Last week again, I saw it for the fifth time. No, fifth time. Friday, I saw it for a fifth time. Wow. Yeah. Unless it was Saturday, but I think it was Friday. Yeah. I God. just number one, I'm a movie buff. Number two, this movie, I love... this movie is breaking box office records on you alone. <laughs> It's the movie that Tom Cruise. I think it's the biggest box office Tom Cruise has had. It beat his whatever previous ones. But that's really surprising because he has. Uh, yeah, he has some blockbusters. Careers. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But I love, I love movies. I love the theater experience. And then this has specific flight scenes that there's no CGI. If there is CGI, it's based on the practical effects. But they are in these planes. They're breaking mock. They're having those facial expressions are really, they're pretty much for real a lot sometimes. So it's it's a really good movie. Cool. I recommend you see it maybe five times. Um, I will see about seeing it one time when it comes to VOD release. There you go. <laughs> when I can when I can pay a few dollars to rent it in my house. Yeah, I'll be happy to watch it. Those airplanes scorch through the competition and oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, scorch. <laughs> this scorch, I like. I don't have as big balls as mr crispy here so okay. i always i always put a shield upgrade i am safe with my scorch because for just some... to clarify oh, for the listeners right crispy uh, is the handle that christopher patrick has like listed in his his tabletop tip to entry good <laughs> chris good has point. not nicknamed him yes i haven't this nicknamed is his own him. nickname <laughs> christopher patrick shout out to you wherever you are from my friend you represent it it says Christopher Patrick, and then in parentheses, Crispy. So we'll be calling you yes, Crispy for the yeah. podcast. Uh, he flies Scorch with Predator, Fanatical, and Advanced Optics, like you mentioned earlier. That right is on. great for Fanatical, obvious reasons. Advanced Optics ensures you're most likely going to get a hit, maybe. And then if they're in the Predator, you will. he could really hit with three dice. 
I, my Scorchers always die early, so I just put a shield upgrade and hope he rolls good. That's, uh, listen, I, I've seen a lot of, uh, what you call it? I've seen, I've seen a lot of uh, Luke Skywalker builds out there. My mm. Luke Skywalker build always includes shield upgrade because I'm weighing, I'm weighing all these that they're like, oh, look at all these fun toys. They're like shattering shot and trick shot. And I'm like, what if he just lived longer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's <laughs> a strategy too, right boys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then um, yeah. <clears throat> these bombers, like I haven't had the cojones to fly them yet in 2.5. Uh, well, often I should say. So Dread and Grudge, you already know they're, you know, the the system boost and then drop. You but... know, I actually don't know what Dread does now that you mention it. I know what Grudge does. Let's Dread, see what a fucking name. First. Killer name. I After would... you reload, each ship in your bullseye gains one deplete token. Uh, what? Yeah. I think it's reload. I think it's more these prox mines. I think it's more because other than grudge for four points, he has the biggest loadout. Oh, probably a good point. It's a Tom, Tom, a Tom Traz efficiency move. Nothing wrong with a little efficiency in your, in your morning coffee. Yeah. So we got dread (laughs) dread actually doesn't have this dread build. Can't reload. It doesn't have anything. It can reload. Because oh, you yeah, can't right. reload electro chef or prox mines. Yeah, so it's yeah, that's even further than it's just for oh, um funny. for the loadout. But they both have shaft missiles. Yeah, and I'm I will I'll let you talk about some other lists, but I'll maybe a preface to further discussion later in the podcast. I was watching a double fire spray in the cut match right. and the, against Tie Swarm, and they both had the chaff missiles and they both launched them like one. And then, the, and then the other fire spray launched Double and I chaffing. Yeah. And I think, I think the one of them launched the first and then the second round, but remember they have the, when you launch them, they have the, the uh, fuse, fuse delayed fuse. Yeah. Right. So this whole tie swarm was, it was perfectly like timed. They went majority of them went all through or were on the chaff missile and it caused he- uh, chaos. So man, I was like, wow. It, they, they could be mean, and obviously these guys are using lists that are, this guy used the list with the chaff missiles that disrupts a person's plants, you know, which yeah, I personally yeah, love those lists that do that. Yeah, I, I've, I've only played one list in person with chaff missiles, and I liked them quite a bit. They were very cool stuff, because mm-hmm. um, I think people don't expect them that often. Even when you have them, they don't, it's, it's, a re- it's, it's I find it's really easy to gauge when someone's going to drop a bomb, right? Or like mm-hmm. when, 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 when I can acknowledge when I'm like, okay, I bet he's going to drop a bomb because I would drop a bomb. Like I'm really comfortable in that situation of like looking at the board during the system phase and saying, mm-hmm. now's a good time to drop a bomb because like roughly somebody's going to be near this point, right? Yes. Uh, but I have I have a much harder time gauging the chaff missile, like how far it's going to go what area it's going to cover and like when optimally is the right time to like screw someone up. Because the other thing is like, I want them to pass through it, but not land on it because if they land on it, I can't target lock them. Yeah. But you're also there. Now I think it breaks all of them anyway. You know, well, so it then breaks you can't retarget the, lock them. Lot. If, yeah, you can't retarget lock. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Which I kind of want to be able to do with with because uh, you know we're seeing a lot of munitions now, right? So like if I've got proton torps in my list, I want to be able to use them. And if I chaff you, it kind of like breaks the combo there. 
it does, but hopefully you're modded and they're not. I, I think it's more like yes, <clears throat> making yes, your absolutely. flipping the turtle on its on its back and making it yep. um very vulnerable. By the way, because you said that, I'm gonna bring back something I don't think we've done a lot. Ladies that- and gentlemen, tip of the week. Tip, 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 Ooh. tip, tip of the week. X Wing tip of the week with Chris Daniel. Chris, hey, what's your tip yeah. of the week, baby? Tip yeah. of the week is uh when I when uh, Sneaky Pete was just talking about how you know I can tell when people, for example, are going to uh, drop a bomb, you know, but I yeah. can't tell when there's the chaff missiles. Yep. When you're playing, and this tip of the week is actually going to hurt me because this is how I've remembered stuff, and sometimes I've kind of won, sometimes. Um, when you're playing an opponent, uh, don't always call out like, "Oh yeah, now I now you're gonna drop a bomb. Uh, I know you're gonna drop that bomb." I'm guilty of this. I, I know you are, and it, but you stopped it, actually. <laughs> you have stopped it, I think. But Oh, against me, at least. But don't always call out the obvious. Um, and with your friends, it's cool, casual. But, I mean, if there's, like, a big moment and you're, like, at a big tournament or packs, you might not want to do this. Don't always call out, oh, man, yeah, you're going to drop that bomb now. Because people forget. I forget about bombs all the time. And then sometimes I've been at ECG or wherever it is, and they're like, oh, yeah, and then you're going to do this. And I'm like... I am going to do that because I might have forgotten. <laughs> so that's my tip of the week. Be nice, but you don't have to tell them everything. So I, I want to say two things. One, I have definitely been the person who's accidentally reminded you to bomb me mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I think I've lost games because of it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but I also want to say, be careful with the not reminding people of things. Yeah. Don't Don't forget to acknowledge the system phase opportunity. Right. Like that, I think is important. Always like I always, especially in a tournament setting, I always call out the phase we're in. I'm like, all right, we set dials. We're like system phase. Like just let both players acknowledge that the system phase is here if they want to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. Don't be like system phase. Hey, you going to drop that bomb. That's a really good idea. Drop on me right now. You're going to drop it. Right. Like right. just, but just acknowledge that the phase is here. Be like system phase triggers. Right. Like, you know, for me, for you, no, no. Great. Move on. Yes. Don't, don't yeah. um to emphasize this. It's a gentleman's game now, so please go through all of the triggers. You know, yeah, do you have anything absolutely. in the system phase? Uh, do you, if somebody forgets to do an action a lot, like Alex Peng, for example, he forgot seventy five hundred times when we just played over the weekend. Like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, how about an action? You doing an action? So don't don't bypass. Play a gentleman's game. You know, I'm just saying, like, you might not want to say, all right. So are you going to drop this thermal bomb at a range? to two at me or something like that you know you, yeah right. you don't need to do that but all by all means what pete said remind people of the system phase triggers you know stuff like that you know yeah absolutely yeah be be gentlemanly um thank you chris that's a good tip of the week hot there, tip of the week i actually week. want to jump down to this double fire spray list you mentioned because i looked it up now and it looks wild um so it's uh it's george castaneda Flying mm-hmm. um, scum and villainy. He's got Han Solo in the uh, Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. He's got Trick Shot, Maul, Agile Gunner, Engine Upgrade, Lando's Millennium Falcon. Very cool. Mean, right? I think that's I think that's cool because it this Trick Shot and Lando's ability. And sorry, and the uh, does the Lando title do something with obstruction? I forget. Yes, but um, obstruction and stress okay. ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lando. Han's ability and trick shot all combo with obstructed shots and then his double fire sprays he has Kath Scarlet and Iman Azamine 
both have ways to make uh, in the event of, in, in the example of Iman, he has ways to make two obstacles. So Kath can electro chef, right? To create mm-hmm. a, a, an obstacle there that creates obstructed shots. Then Iman can has electro chef to create obstructions. And he's got blazer bomb, which creates an obstruction. Yeah. So that's, and- that's three additional obstacles on the board in the place he chooses to help create obstructions that that Han Solo dramatically benefits from, which I think is such a cool idea. It's like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't have to worry. It's like, Oh, do I have to line up an obstructed shot with Han? It's like, no, you just make your own obstructions yeah, and then you don't worry about it. It, it was yeah, um, so Han, yeah, Han gets the primary, the obstructed thing. Uh, and then the Lando is stressed, stress ships. Right. That's the, yeah, stand correct that the Lando millennium's Falcon title does not, to the anything with tricks with any additional dice for an obstructed shot, but that's like you said, hands ability and also adding trick shot does two extra dice. Well, yeah, yeah. So tri- yeah, so trick shot's gonna yeah, it's gonna give you two extra dice on the obstructed, and then you know if you really ne- if you really stressed. call them right before they turn around and they're stressed, forget it. That's five dice at range three or two or three. Like that's nuts. Yeah, and I actually that's uh, cool stuff. I actually uh, I'll tell you really quick and then. By all means, jump in. But I saw when he was going against the, uh, and and good good job, like like just calling the uh, the play by play. I really like that lineup. Uh, I forgot who was with uh, Dion, but he was really good. Um, but uh, good good shout out, good good like play by play by them. But um, Iman and Cat they threw the shaft cloud out, and then it was like they're talking about like not only is it just mean and disrupting everything there. But Han, just, you know, sneaky people, he was, like, kind of on the side and at an angle, and he's shooting. And I'm like, all right, he has, like, because of that chaff cloud, you have so much extra obstruction potential at yeah, a, yeah, at a yeah. crucial time. So it's right. like, because they most likely have no mods. They most likely have no, unless they're forced, how are they going to defend themselves? So that's potential. Right. That's really mean. And if you look at it, Han's ship, it's kind of beefy, kind of beefy. Not like the Rebels, but kind of uh, beefy. They're pretty beefy. Like, yeah. it's got, it's got what, 11 health, mm-hmm. and then each of the fire sprays has 10. Like, this is a this is a scum list with 31 health, uh, and the fire sprays are backed by two defense dice, right? So, like, they're relatively tanky, right? Yeah, it's fire sprays, stuff. solid ship just overall. Oh, you know? killer chassis, yeah. And then, and then with the chaff missiles, they can always just turn out and still shoot three dice from the rear. Like, they could just turn out and boost after firing off the chaff mm-hmm. and it's like not even worry about hitting their own chaff. And uh, it's just cool stuff. I think it's a cool list. Um, jumping around here. I want a sh- brief shout out to Katoff, friend of the podcast. Looks like he signed up and then didn't play. Oh, uh... Katoff, but, but for his, for his, uh, for his participation, his pre-participation, he came 86 out of 92. He still did better than uh, six people. Good job. Katoff, man. Nice. Dropping and still winning. Uh, 92, 92 entrants in this, but who actually played, we have 81 players who played a game. That's pretty cool. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. That's a big event. Um, if, here's if, a list I want to talk about. Go ahead. Real, real quick. Don't forget what you're going to say. Of course. Uh, yeah. for that list, the Han, Cat, and Amon list with George, I feel like saying George Costanza, <laughs> but George, you know who you are. Uh, he was facing yep. the Thai ship swarm. That's Ben, Wheat, Ben Waiten, something like that. Uh, very dramatic ending 
at the end. It was 19 points. They were tied. Cat gets a direct hit on one of his ships. I think it was near the last round or near it. Okay. And he kills a ship, which made him over 20 points. And it was they were awesome. tied up at night. Yeah. So, was, guys, if you can check out their streams, it's a very good job. So, well, listen, I I said this over the weekend. Chris and I got to got together with a couple of folks and played some games of X-Wing, which was really fun. I haven't been to like a casual play in a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was really, really fun. And I played a game against friend of the podcast, James Weber, shout out to James. And Thomas. I will say we've, we have talked about what? I, <laughs> so I, I'm sorry guys. I call whatever I call James. I always yeah. call him like the Spanish version of this hummus, J-A-M-E-S, but like Spanish. But then I also call him hummus. Uh, he's a close friend of mine. So whenever I'm like James, I go hummus. So it was like instinctive that when you said his name, I had to go hummus. Chris, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing with the audience the madness uh, that James and myself deal with on a regular basus. Hummus. <laughs> this is the madness in your life. Um <laughs> But we've talked before about how comebacks didn't feel possible in 2.5. And I think with this latest rules iteration, they're more possible because James and I had a game where I truthfully felt down the whole game. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, it came down to the last two shots. Had I been able to just push some damage through on, uh, it was on Mag Vallaro who only had force. Right, I had had the child's two mm-hmm. force right for mods. Yeah. I had two shots on Magva, and had I been able to uh, do one or two more points of damage, I would have won by one point. Ah. Instead, I lost by four points. Right, so like, but what a close match that was! It was like really thrilling to know to like look at the score and be like, if I make these shots, I can win. Right, like it's like that. That I I felt I I felt like that feeling had been gone a little bit from the game, but it is back <clears throat> at least. Yeah, no, I, um, I agree. I had uh, similar matches with, with, with Peng, Alex Peng, where they were decided by either one point. And because, for example, I ignored the, excuse me, the objectives in the beginning, mm-hmm. I fell behind. Mm-hmm. And and he didn't. And he, he won, <laughs> you know. And he won barely. But I was thinking like, oh, man, you know, if I just went a little bit for those objectives. You don't have to go full blown, but if I went a little bit for them, not completely ignoring them, then maybe I would have been able to tie or, you know, win possibly. But I like the, I like the healthy mix where the game is at, where it's not all objectives. Now it's still more dog fighting. I would say then objectives, but you can't completely ignore them. Right on, right on. Right on. There is another list. I want to talk about this now, this list. So it's a little weird, right? Like you. Oh, <laughs> you know, a lot of the data is saying there was no resistance in the top cut, right? Oh, Which yeah. It's technically it is, true. Like yeah. No, no resistance list played in the top cut. However, it's a little misleading because a resistance list earned a spot in the top cut. Mm. Uh, looks like his name That's is uh, Eric Garshall. Sure. What number is he in the cut? That way I can look it up. He, uh, he is. I don't know. Okay, I'll find it. Go ahead. <laughs> but he he went four and one, right? So he earned a top. Uh, he he earned. He was twelfth in Swiss, so he earned a spot in that top cut. But he wasn't able to play for whatever reason, so he mm. didn't play, right? So technically, no resistance to the top cut. However, a resistance list earned its way to the top cut, and I think that is worth its due. That is worth shouting out. So I want to go over his list because it's cool. 
We have Poe Dameron. This is shitty Poe with uh, <laughs> heroic swarm tactics, integrated S-foils, and proton torpedoes. Uh, piloting alongside him is Zori Bliss in the Y-Wing with dorsal turret, R4 Astro, false transponder codes, wartime loadout, and plasma torps. Uh, oh, okay. We got Kaz in the Fireball, your favorite, your favorite pod racing ship uh, with Notorious. <laughs> great upgrade. Notorious no, Proton no, Rockets. Notorious. False Transponder Codes, Targeting Computer, and Kaz's Fireball title. And then rounding it out, we have Kova, Kova Nell in the Resistance Transport with the classic Kova Leia build here. Heroic, Leia Organa, and R4 Astromech. Four truly heavy hitter ships here that I, I think uh, rightfully earned him a spot in that top cut. Yeah. Whether he played or not. That uh, I love that Zori with, with plasmas and a, a fat Poe. You can't go wrong with a fat Poe. Yeah, I like, uh, I like the Poe-Swarm Tactics combo here, where he can swarm Zori up to I-6 to shoot the plasmas first to you mm-hmm. know really benefit from the strip of the shield. Then with a one-two punch, the double I six, the Protorps follow up. I think that's really exciting stuff. Speak, speaking of that, man, I yeah. think if people aren't using them more, I'm telling you, I think <clears throat> with now how good the sixes are and the fives are, and how much more we're seeing them, the swarm tactics are going to. I think a lot more people are going to be taking them. I think it's the calm before the storm if you don't see them more often. Well, I think Swarm Taxis has always been a cool upgrade, right? But not an upgrade that we saw a lot of play of in 2.0 for the same reason we didn't see a lot of upgrades in 2.0. Like, you were weighing those five points, uh, which are pretty substantial against some other upgrades. Right. Uh, against some other upgrades, or against in 2.0, it's a case like taking another ship. But now you have the points. Yeah. And you can make Absolutely. someone yeah, easily now. a six. Right. I, you're good. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, go. what I've seen is like, that Zori build, except mm-hmm. she like brings up like one of those Y wings, and then yep. now this Y wing that would never shoot at an I five is all of all of a sudden shooting at an I five, and you're like, holy smokes! I still have to deal with this and Poe and Zori, and it's still love a to, five. This is hard. I'd love to see a ship that has some sort of like token stealing or token sharing mechanism. Like uh, who's that I one guy? Let me look him up right now. Chorus Capellum. Oh my god, what the heck is that? He's an I-1 Y-Wing for resistance. Before you engage, you can choose one ship in your firing arc at range 0 to 1. If you do, transfer one green token from that ship to yourself. Imagine bumping him up to I-5 and you swipe someone's token. Mm-hmm. Some that normally only happens at I-1. That reminds me of... And I, I was trying to put... I'm trying to put some Cad Bane madness in my scum list, but... Uh, Palob, scum... You could put the title on him. He's taking a token, and he still could shoot the three dice with Moldy Crow. That's don't sleep on him. I know some people are like, you know, scum. Scum is not as maybe as good as the other ones, but they're still a good faction. But some people get lost as far as I'm saying, like making scum lists. Paylob yeah. is good. Don't don't sleep no, on Paylob. is really good. Paylob got a discount. Isn't he five now? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, Paylob, man, he's mean stuff. You know, I actually don't have the cards of cardboard for Paylob which is why I don't fly him, uh, uh, which actually brings us to something you brought up before that I want to talk about. But first, listeners, we're going to take a very brief break and be right back. Yes. 
And we're back. Thank you so much for that uh, brief, brief interruption. I had to use the restroom. I'd use the little podcaster's room. <laughs> he had a tinkle, you know, but he, That's as right. he knows, if it's more than a few shakes, it's called something else, Pete. Just saying. You know, I never understood that. What is the shaking referring to? <laughs> well, you know, maybe his parents never told him about the birds and the bees, but, you know. So. If it's like, if you're usually in a urinal, the joke used to be like, well, more than a few shakes, it's something else. That means you're playing. Yeah, but what am stuff. I shaking is the question. Well, your, your thing, your manhood, your, you know, the. Oh, the no, thing. I just pee it all out of there and then I'm good. Yeah, but you know, when you, you shake it to make sure all the pee leaves, like sometimes there's some residual pee. You're like, oh, oh I see. A yes. couple of shakes, yeah. get it out. This is your old people problems, your old constitution again. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before the break, you had mentioned something that had reminded me of something we had talked about in the pre-show, which is that the difference between like online play and offline. Oh, play, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because we were we were talking about seeing more of these swarm tactics shenanigans, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I forget specifically what we talked about, but you'll you'll catch it in the, in the break. But it really reminded me of the difference between online and offline play as a conversation topic, because I do think looking at the results of this like galactic qualify here, looking at online tournaments versus looking at in-person tournaments, you really see a lot of different stuff. Right. Um, you see things you excuse me, you wouldn't necessarily see in person. Right. More variation. Uh, or pe- you get, you more variation. People online. are, mm-hmm. yeah, you get more reps online, and and also people are just, I think, willing to, you know, not everyone's willing to shell out the physical money, or maybe not able to shell out the money for every single list they'd be interested in flying, right? Mm-hmm. But online, everybody owns all the ships, right? Yep. And like for me, for example, like I flew in the in a local tournament recently, I only own one copy of false transponder codes. Mm. Because it doesn't come in a lot of things. And like, for example, Paylob, I can't fly Paylob in person because I don't own those cards and cardboard, right? We were talking about Paylob before. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he talks as if he none of us would lend him something. But I understand that that no, is no, no, like no, your no, thing, you though. Would, you don't want to do that. <clears throat> no, I, I, no, please. I definitely let people lend me stuff. Um, before the most recent tournament, I just like I hadn't set it on my list until mm-hmm. like the night before. So I didn't right. want to like scramble and like text you and be like, oh, you weren't even going to that one. I didn't want to like scramble and like text somebody like, please bring me a false transponder code like that's right. like. I, I, I have enough trouble keeping myself organized. Like I would really, I hate to, I hate to kind of like put yeah. that on someone else mm-hmm. um, unless I give them like well advanced notice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so like game. your physical collection doesn't matter on the internet. Right. So like, I'm definitely looking at Paylob if I'm ever playing online, but if I want to play them in person, I either have to borrow the stuff or I have to shell out for the scum uh, conversion kit. Um, which also, like, now that I'm starting to dabble into scum, there's so many scum upgrades I just don't have. Like, I don't own Zuckus or Jabba the Hutt. Oh, right? uh, is that all core? I wonder if that's all core. The core, you know, I the don't... core pack or whatever they want to call it. I, I'd be very pack. interested to see. Back so, like, so, like uh, let's see. So, like, uh, Zuckus, for example, let's look him up. Zuckus only comes in the conversion kit. Yeah, conversion kit. Mm. Right. And uh, like Cad Bane crew only in the conversion kit. Job of the hut is from the houndstooth. Right. So like from the the uh, the Bosque mobile. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
And then if, if you look at someone like Zam Crew, she comes in that Scum 3-pack, but that Scum 3-pack has cool Y-Wings in it, which I'm down for. Like, I love a Y-Wing. But the other Y-Wing, like, cards and cardboard, like, if I wanted to fly, like, Cavill, mm-hmm. he's actually only available in the conversion kit. He's a conversion kit-only pilot. And isn't, doesn't, um, isn't the Gamut in there as well? Yeah, the the Hawk, yeah, Gamut yeah. Hawk, but but only the new Hawks are in it, right? So like, you know, Kanan Hawk is in there, but like Palob, yeah, Palob is not is only in the conversion kit. Uh, everybody's favorite Dace Bonearm, also conversion kit. <laughs> the poor guy, <laughs> he gets a lot of airtime. I tell you that <laughs> it's because his name is Bonearm. Dace Bonearm, he's got that big bone energy. Yeah, how do you feel about flying stuff online versus in person? Do you yeah. try? Do you? Do you ever think to yourself, I want to limit myself to things I own in real life? Zero chance of that. Online, there was zero chance of that, like when COVID happened. And you and uh, I know a couple other people that were like, well, I'm not flying that because I don't own it in the person. I'm like, I'm online. Because during COVID, we were all yeah. not playing at all. And we were finding any tournaments we can. And God bless GSP <laughs> for throwing so many tournaments out there at that time. Oh, yeah. GSP um, stuff. I played in so many leagues. Yeah. Um, Birmingham Barons had a great league. I played in that league four times. Um, yeah. Nick Sperry from the 312 in, in Chicago area had a great league. I played in that. EAD. Um, they did some nice tournaments. Dale, yeah, dials those. and Dice. Oh, d- yeah, Dials and, dials dials and, and Dice. dice. Yeah, no, I missed... I missed uh, I miss those. And the Jawas. But yeah, Jawa guys. Jawas, Jawas, yeah. And I played Tons in the Sith Taker uh, leagues for a long time. I loved playing them because their meta and what's strong over there is usually not exactly the same as what's over here. So I would always see interesting lists and then stuff that I'm like, why is this guy flying that all of a sudden? Stuff it, from across yeah, the pond. Yeah, across the pond. And all of a sudden it was pretty strong sometimes. Um, the biggest difference for me, man, is I get spoiled. Like I'm trying to play in person more because – Online, I see the entire map on a screen. I see my big tokens there, uh, triggers. I don't have to write down any of the score. I can just click it on the side. Uh, everything is just so automatic. And I'm like, yeah. And then movement, you don't do anything. You just click. Temples, I range. Like I, like, I like I like uh, I like leaning on top of the ship, like pressing well, down gently on top of the ship, put the little thing in there. My, I like that. <laughs> my, my point is... That it's, it's, I love, you know, just to clarify, in-person plays 100 million times better. What I'm saying is, like, it's harder. It's more involving. It's more taxing. Like, well, I'm, yeah, you get, uh, you get more rounds online. And, yes, you do get uh, at least one more per, round per and, they, and they say yeah. possibly two. But I mean, like watching, looking at the triggers, uh, I'm a short guy. I got to lean over like, oh my gosh, I might, now I have to check for bullseye or I have to check for range. This is automatically done online. And in person, all of that does not translate over to in person. Um, right. But it is good for reps. It's really good for saying, you know what? I am I am tailoring and I'm tweaking my list to make it as good as possible. Um, so I, I love online play, but it's harder. <laughs> it's harder now when I, I go want, I want you to uh, I want you to keep in mind, I want you to think long and hard about that uh, tweaking aspect and reps and stuff because it's just a little tease for a future podcast, Chris. I think I think we're going to record a podcast talking about how we go about preparing our list and, and doing those tweaks and changes and stuff, which you're right. Online is the best not the best way, but among the best ways to like rapidly iterate on a list, right? Yeah. Rapidly test stuff. Yeah, we'll do one. Um, 
I want to hop back. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, I, I want to hop back to the lists here because I want to talk a little more first order. Maybe um, talk more first maybe. order. I want to give a quick shout out to your boy yeah. Eric. That Kaz has notorious. And yeah, Crockett's. good upgrade. I never thought of that on Kaz, but mm-hmm. that's pretty good, too. That's nifty. Go, Eric. It's pretty mean. Pretty mean stuff because yeah. uh, you want to shoot Kaz because he's a relatively easy target. And the more damage cards he takes, the weaker he becomes. Right? Mm-hmm. You turn off that Kaz ability. But you don't want to shoot Kaz because then you're going to get notorious. Yeah. And then Kova could probably mm-hmm. tear you up. But yeah, that's, that's pretty right. bad. Yeah. That's so right. first order, and there's also a CIS list that's really cool here too. I want to talk about I want to talk about the runner up here because the final was FO versus FO, and what's great, what I think is great, is these are very different first order lists. Yeah. Right. They have the only shared, like purely shared piece they have. Actually, they don't. They don't have any single piece that's exactly the same. Right. Uh, so this, this Felipe Alves de Fritas came good second job. place. What on the name? Yeah. Did you practice? That's very good. <laughs> no, I, I'm just respectful of reading people's names, Chris. You're good. <laughs> try to get, try it sometime, baby. He's way better um, than me, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Felipe had a first order list. Uh, he was flying Major Von Reg in the Thai BA, someone you're very familiar with. Mm-hmm. with Daredevil, Proton Rockets, and Shield Upgrade. That's mean. Yeah. Major Von Reg is hard to kill. He is hard to pin down. He's hard to shoot at four health. Forget it at five. Felipe, you, you were flying him for a long time with hull and shield. Forget that. That was impossible. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a little dirty. Felipe, you're not making friends with Rockets and Daredevil. Yes, you are. You're my man right here. I think then he's got Breach. Yeah. Breach is the I-5 TIE Bomber. Uh, and he's got ion torpedoes, advanced proton torpedoes, and proximity mines. Yeah. Very cool stuff. It's hard at Um, I-5. At I-5. Hey, he's gonna he'll torpedo whatever range you are, he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. And it's if you get closer, it's worse. Um, then he also had Kylo Whisper, which maybe we're sleeping on Kylo Whisper, Chris, because I keep thinking. I said to you this weekend, I said, maybe I'll be a, an FO guy because uh, silencers are cool. And you said, don't do it. You're not an FO guy. And I said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but his Kylo is different. He he had instinctive aim and predator, concussion mm-hmm. missiles. It's a whisper, yeah, but yeah. then we get changed. Then we changed up. He's got the sensor scramblers and he's got the shield upgrade. So this is a little bit of a beefier Kylo. A little assurance. And mm-hmm. with the sensor scramblers, sensor scramblers, one of the coolest upgrades of the game. It's, it's it's so hard cool. it's hard for me and this is maybe it's Chris Knight's fault. Uh, it's hard for me to not put sensor hard for me to not put sensor scramblers on any silencers or um, tie whispers because it's I think it's so good. But I will say I felt like it was oh no and Tom Traz actually that's they're his fault too. I will say with objective token it was so great to grab an objective token. Uh, or do a scenario action in the first round, I feel like it's not as potent as it was before the latest redo, quote-unquote, 2.6, if you want to call it. It's still sure. good, though. I, I, do, I, I, I very specifically don't want to call it 2.6. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was having fun calling it 2.5.5. Well, so that's also bad. If we truly wanted to... Okay, hang on. <laughs> if I can just software developer you for a minute. Okay. Um, 
if we wanted to say that 2.5 was an actual version release, right? This release would be 2.5.1. Oh, yeah, that's two. That's very correct. That's too correct. Yes, because, uh, but more importantly, the rules reference guide is version 1.4.3. So if you really want to drop a version on this, like a version definition, this, we are playing X-Wing second edition version 1.4.31. Oof. Yeah, too many numbers. I like my... Too many numbers. I like to call it X-Wing second edition. There you go. That's it. I just call it second edition. And then when it comes to, hey, well, what do you play in a tournament? Well, you play these specific rules. Mm-hmm. Done. Um, I love Sansa Scramblers, though, and I'll tell you why even in two point, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> even in the latest rules reference iteration. I like San Francisco Scramblers because they are protection against the, the heavy munitions we're seeing. Right. And I'm not just talking about protorps on stuff. I'm talking about everybody in this list has a missile. Everybody in this list has, you know, ion torpedoes, like all oh, they have all this stuff you need to target lock for. Right. Mm-hmm. So anything that gets you away from getting target locked, the first opportunity is powerful. And the sensor scramblers are exactly that. You can't get locked until you decloak. Right. So the second that they outplay you on the range control game, you have that extra bit of protection from the sensor scramblers that allows you to not get locked and torped that turn and instead get to you define that engagement the next time, right? You get to decide I'm going to move fast. So I'm not in range two to three. So they can't torpedo me, right? You just, you truly just neuter the torpedoes. Yeah. And I think it's really cool stuff Um, for a point two. It's disgusting. One point. I love it. I hope it doesn't go up. You could also use it for like, I don't think it needs to go up. I think it's fair. I agree. You could also use, and I'll also, you know, bias towards FO. So nothing should go up. It should only go lower. (laughs) Makes sense to me. (laughs) But, uh, you could also just use sense of scramblers for that repositioning, like right before you have to, unless they're in range three, but like to decloak. Because sometimes people yeah. are not expecting that. You could decloak and you could move in really fast in an unexpected 100%. area because these guys can move. 100%. They can move without it, you know? Um, and the last thing he has here is he's Commander Malaris with Fanatical and Cluster Missiles. So not exactly the same build that. <clears throat> um, I think we talked about that, though, plenty. Yeah, I just, I just, I just want to give list. a shout out though to this list. Beefy it's, list. it's cool. It's beefy list. Yeah. Only four ships on top of that. Uh-huh. And if you look, I think what everything's a uh, five or higher. We're seeing a lot more of that. We're seeing a lot more, uh, what quote unquote normal ship counts, right? Like reined in mm-hmm. ship counts. Yeah. Uh, we also had uh, Luke Suno in the uh, in the top cut here with Rebel Alliance three ship, Lando Lando in the Falcon with Luke and Wedge. Um, and then we got that swarm tactics on wedge, uh, which is cool. So somebody's got an I six there. And then, uh, and then this Lando has uh perceptive co-pilot, Nian, Num, Biston and Millennium Falcon titles. So that is a double focus, double tapping Lando, which is very cool Oof. stuff. I mean, I love to see it. Um, I like two this, uh... tie swarms. Well, we got a tie swarm and we have a Vader defender tie swarm. Tie swarms are here to stay. I was speaking with, uh, I think I might I think they're good. I'm excited. Yeah, they're good. But they're, I mean, ISB, Ventriloquist, they're too. Say it with me Jingoist. Jingoist. Yeah. Jingo, Jingo Unchained. ISB. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> too much. They, they need to take away their loadout or bring it up a point, which I mean, don't, don't bring it up. Well, maybe they should bring it up a point, uh, but that's, maybe that's, I don't know. I don't want. 
I think they're fine. <laughs> they're not. They're an I four. They have a loadout, and they have a mean ability. I, that's, yeah, they're fine. It should not be two points. Uh, let me We're just check here with the judges. Uh, We're checking with the judges. The judges said to get good, Chris. You got to get good, and then you can complain. Get good. We got. We got to speak. So you heard it here, 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 folks. Mute Zach. What do you have to say? Ah, mute Zach. Next time. Well, right? Zach from Zach Zach from the Great Beyond says, "Just get good, Chris. Why better?" <laughs> I love this CIS list. I saw some of that in action too. Actually, which uh, one? I'll, I'll shout out. So, what a cool name. He came at the cut one, two, three, four. So he made top one, two, three. Yeah, top four. Uh, Sasha Wagner. Mm, he had okay. Grievous with Outmaneuver, Impervium, Plating, and Soulless One. And Outmaneuver is currently 500 million points. So good for you, man. So, Outmaneuver is 12 points. Same thing. Same thing. Uh, the, that Grievous build is choice because... Uh, impervium plating and solace one are both free and yes. Grievous has 12 loadouts so yes. <laughs> so it's almost like you are meant you are meant to put this on here mm-hmm. but it's such a good it's such a cohesive build i love it i absolutely love it django um, notorious django. i didn't see i didn't really think of how mean that was until i was watched it on stream and i was like that's pretty mean because he's a six so if they shoot mm-hmm. him someone's getting strained and then these other guys are going to tear them up but uh django with notorious J-Beam, Count Dooku, uh, Prox Mines, False Transpander, Transpander, Transponder Codes, and Slave 1 and Boba Fett. What does Boba Fett? This is the the new Slave 1 title. This is not the dial change. Oh, that one's banned. That one's banned. Anyway. Band. Uh, re- uh, reasonably so reasonably so it's that's bam, 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 band. yeah that's good. uh oh yeah you got the chad bane here this is uh cis chad bane though or as thomas weber would say cad babe bon. I, I, no, i'm calling him chad i'm calling him chad bane and it's so um, cool that he is the the same ability as his scum his scum uh, counterpart which is pretty well cool. He no? has the same ship ability as Dead Rights, but yeah. his his pilot ability is different in CIS. Oh, in CIS, when uh, when a ship range zero to three dies, uh, he can do an action even while stressed. Ah, okay, so it's really just for the four and the ship ability, which I love. Hence, is Tarani. It even while stressed? Hashtag Tarani. Mm. I'll let you look that I'm, up. I'm uh, I'm I'm fact checking myself live. Fact checking, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, even while stressed, perform an action uh, after another ship is uh, zero to three is destroyed. You can spend a charge, a recurring charge, to perform an action. So that's cool because it's also friendly ship or enemy ship. Doesn't matter if somebody dies. Cad Bane is taking advantage. Very thematic. Yeah, he went Cad crazy with cannons. He has treacherous but he has ion cannon he's like oh okay you know what i'm gonna ionize you are you know what you're in my bullseye which i love heavy laser cannon and with his ability that's very mean not no spending mods not making well you can still spend force right uh what do you um yes yeah i think it's it's like toronto green green tokens tokens, tokens. tokens. and then if you go behind him proximite so this is a good cad yeah, it's good CAD. I, I got to start looking more into... I, I keep building my CAD just with Force Crew, which is like kind of boring, but good, right? Yeah, a little expensive, um, yeah. A little expensive, I know. Uh, also in the top cut with Rebel Alliance is Octor Khan, who has uh, a boring name. list. 
Yeah. Cool name, boring list. It's Wedge and Luke and Kobe and Fenrau. Stop me if you've heard this before. He's finding the list that the second place guy got in the in the other one. Get it? Not not taking up time. I want to see it right here. Ooh, here's one I like. Similar but different. This is Sven Punga. Punja Punga. Punga. Hierograph in in parentheses. I don't yeah. even know what that means. Hygroph. Hygroph. Uh, it must be his handle. Right. We got uh, Luke Luke Skywalker uh, with the Protorps. We got Wedge and Tilly's. We got Fenrau in the Sheathapede, and we have Dutch Vander with Protorps. This is this is the uh, the super duper Alpha Strike because Dutch. This is me. So, okay. Yeah. So you ready? You ready for this? Yeah, I'm they sitting move down. In. Luke Skywalker takes a fo- uh, takes a uh, takes a target lock. Right, he's got double amount of torps. Great, Wedge Antilles uh, and Dutch both move and they take a focus token. Then Fen Rao moves and he coordinates Dutch. Mm-hmm. And then Dutch takes a target lock, shares it to Wedge. Then you get three double modded pro torps at I five and six, and then fen rao swarm tactics the dutch up there to six so then he gets he gets an i6 too right then he's got the tristan wren gunner on here which um, oh god oh he does something no no i can tell you i can tell you i can tell you you know what tristan wren yes me and hamas were talking about hamas oh all right all right right. he's only two points you spend a charge and it it refreshes after each round i believe uh you spend a you, you spend a charge and a a person who's doing an ordinance ordinance shot, uh, yeah. maybe within some range. I don't know. We could look it up. But basically, nope, zero, yeah, zero to three. Zero to three. So that's almost back. everyone. They turn a hit to a crit. So all of these oh, proton torpedoes. You're already turning. Yeah, one. we're talking minimum double crits on those. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, you're attacking me back. I'm gonna use my Fenrau ability, and now you're not. Yeah, and no tokens. Yeah, and 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 what we were talking about earlier with shattering shot. None of yeah. these guys have it, but I just have a sneaky feeling, man. This with the Sven with the cool name, he he has trick shot on Luke and Wedge. I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if he's used to flying in a certain style that has him get angled shots where get he's angles, yeah. where it's procking, and that's a five dice attack with 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 the if it's a trick shot. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, that's mean. Pretty good stuff. That's I... mean. Major shout outs to Sven though. Sven for putting the fa- for putting the Phantom title on the Sheathapede, even though he doesn't have a ghost. He's like, <laughs> obviously not talking it. I'm not kidding. I thematic wise, I'm always sliding that title in there. It's free. And it Put sounds that title there. Sounds a little scary, you know? Like, ooh, he's got the Phantom. Phantom. You don't want to deal with the Phantom, you know? And, and, and Ethan Williams making the top cut. Oh, get out of here, Pete. I was literally going to oh, shout that out, too. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, here it is. I'm faster than you. Fastest gun <laughs> in the West. Zam goes back, baby. Yes. We got Django Zam. Point. Oh, man. Point B. You know, I, I, I disagree with this list, but keep going. What? No. Why? I think, I think I because I think if you have an I-5 and an I-6, I think Notorious should be on the I-5. No, not at all. They shoot Z- Zamgo. They shoot Django, and then Zam and the the Separatist bomber are definitely going to oh, be getting a shot. Because they don't want to shoot Zam. They don't want to shoot Zam because of the Zam ability. They don't uh, want to yeah. recharge Zam, mm-hmm. so they shoot Django. Then they get. Ah. But if they shoot Django, then Zam is definitely getting a shot on someone that's strained. Hopefully. Yes. All right. Never mind, it's, Ethan Williams. I take it back. You know more than I. You made it, the top cut, and I sure didn't. We like you, EW. 
Uh, but they have. But what I like also to say is, guys, these lists that were working sometimes, and then it got, then it gets nerfed. Like in two point five, in two point oh, Zamgo was popular. Two ship lists. Yeah. These lists that were working before, just because they might be nerfed, maybe or just less strong, doesn't mean they're not good. Go back to them if you like them and use them. That's right. This is good. And and then totally you, right. you have my favorite that I don't know how to use, even though that guy sent me some nice messages on how to use it. Uh that uh he has a separatist bomber with the chaff missiles. Chaff is here to stay. We're gonna chaff it up. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for you to sing the uh I was waiting for you to sing the chaff theme chaff. song. Da, 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 da. Terrible. <laughs> uh rounding out the top 16 we got gary ball also repping the first order a lot of fo in this top cut bravo to the fo um he had breach tie bomber he had kylo ren and the silencer with malice and protorps that's mean he's got the he's kylo and the silencer has the same power that luke has of getting those double modded proton torps mm-hmm. really easily right um and then with Malice, though, you're you're bumping more crits and you're maybe generating your force back. So it's even better. Um, Breach, uh, Breach has feedback ping on him, which I want to call out because feedback ping is a fucking rad talent. And um, speaking of that, don't forget, don't forget where you're going to. Well, actually, no, I'll wait till later. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. But the um, feedback ping when someone lands at range zero to one of a device, you get to acquire lock on them. Uh, then we have Nightfall, the other, the Four Point Whisper, uh, Marksmanship, Prockets, Sensor Scramblers. Shout out to the Sensor Scramblers. Bow, bow, and bow, the Jamming bow. Suite. Uh, and then lastly, we have the other Commander Malarist, the Shuttle Commander Malarist, the one I'm much more used to seeing, who has the Sensor Buoy Suite, which counts as devices for purposes of feedback pinging. Um, sensor Buoy Suite, Tack Officer, Phasma Crew, and Biohex Codes, and Proud Tradish. Very cool list, Gary. Yeah, and he he uh he has oh so this is what I wanted to say. Sensor buoy suite. I in the beginning of our call, I was taking off the the stickers of my new acrylic sensor buoys and my acrylic chaff missiles that I got from by the same token. You guys are the best, and they look really cool. I have to actually use them now. Uh, let me ask you a question. From a TO perspective, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, acrylic obstacles are not kosher, right? In tournaments? Uh, yeah. Like I mean, acrylic, in, acrylic asteroids, I in, believe, are not technically allowed. So it's weird. Like, people will use what I've seen. Uh, well, in, in local tournaments, I don't think people, like, care. But, like, in the right. big, big, big ones, I feel like no one uses. It's either an unwritten rule or it is a written rule where no one will use acrylic obstacles, but I see acrylic tokens like all the time, like the bombs and stuff. Yeah. So I never knew if bomb, I, I, I feel like it is a written rule that certain, certain essential game components like obstacles have to be official. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if bomb tokens had to be official because I also have seen acrylic bomb tokens. And I know at one point FFG produced acrylic mine tokens at the very least. Mm-hmm. Right. They famously produced cluster mine tokens that were the wrong size, like hilariously wrong sized. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so I didn't know. Uh, I don't think people yeah, make if, a if big I'm deal. If I'm in a local of, tournament, I don't yeah. think I would care. Even the, even the major one, I I don't think anyone makes a big deal of it except for the obstacles. I, I, obstacles. Yeah, yeah, I do not see anyone using. I don't know. I don't know why it's like that, but people it seem fine with everything else acrylic so far. At least. Um. Well, so like tokens make sense because tokens are just markers, right? Like you could, you could technically, you could use like coins, right? If it's like, oh, my dimes are focus tokens, right? Like who cares, right? Yeah. But like a, just a, marker, a bomb, right? a bomb is usually number one. If it's range zero, it's kind of obvious. Uh, or if it's a, a proximity yeah. mine or if it's a thermal, I mean, those are, I think bombs or they disappear. So it's less, I don't know what you want to call it. Discrepancy less maybe uh conflict. Yeah. Well, like, so like the arguments. size really matters on the Whoa, acrylics. Hey. Oh, Yo. on like the, on the bomb tokens and the obstacle tokens, like the, the physical sizing is very important because they're supposed to be standardized size mm-hmm. sizes. Right. So I do wonder with the, why people would make a fuss about acrylic obstacles, but not acrylic bombs. Right. Because I agree with you. They don't make a fuss about bombs. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't care personally. And again, if it was a local tour, like if I was, if I was playing down at Hex or whatever, and someone was like, "Oh, I'm going to use my acrylic obstacles," I, I literally don't care. Like that's mm-hmm. fine. I, yeah. I, I, I just, I just do think it's interesting. Um, but then when you talk about like the the chaff, is the chaff an obstacle? Hmm. Right. That's it, my question. It when it comes out, it's it is like an obstacle, but you can still like shoot on it. You know. No, I know, but what I'm saying is. If it's an obstacle and the unwritten or written rule, like the the agreed thing is we don't use acrylic obstacles, or is it more of a device in that scenario? It's it's like a in between. It's an ob vice or obstacle. Oh, it's terrible. All right, Ben Wetton. Last last list I want to cover. Ben Wetton had. There's another one. It's a tie swarm. Sorry, Ben. Yeah. It's a tie swarm. Deep taking the wind out of my sails. What what is what is <laughs> what is surprising, man, <laughs> is how many um Defender Vaders did we see? I only one. Ex- Not a lot of Defender Vader. Exactly. Boogeyman continues to be in the shadows. Exactly. Were we were we all just ready for him and then people are like, Defender Vader is the fucking easy mode of X Wing, and then he just dies and yeah. oh well. Only uh... the other thing is if he dies, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, well, usually, unless you're Alex Peng, you know, I, I killed him, yeah. and then I stole lost barely. There's there's oh. a list here I want to there's a list here I want to talk about that I think sure. I came up with something similar um, that I, I like. It's uh, number eighteen. He was eighteen. Mike Thompson Maui. Oh, I, I like him. Yeah. He's, he and I he and I chat a lot on the Rebel Alliance channel of uh, friend of the podcast Keith's Discord server. Uh, shout outs to Maui. Ah. Uh, what's yeah? He was doing uh, Luke, Leia, Jan, right? Yeah, Leia yeah, with shattering he's... shot, Biston, mm-hmm. perceptive, Generosa, and title. Mean Luke, but with elusive, a shield upgrade, which I think you need on Luke and proton torpedoes. And then I, this is why I like it because number one, three list, three ship list. Number two, Jan Ors. We love yeah, you, man. She's so mean, and a bomblet generator. Like why not? And multi crow. But I, I guess she's giving like Leia, right? Like that extra. That's freaking mean. Like that extra dice. Yeah, it's super mean. 
Uh, I will say Maui has been on the Luke Luke Leia Jan train since 2.0. Nice. Well, the, he has he has been flying that combo of ships. He has a series of lists. Uh, not to not to give away his secrets. He's a series yeah. of lists referred to as there is another uh, <laughs> version 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. just a bunch of versions of it. It's Luke, Leia, Ahsoka, Luke, Leia, Jan, Luke, Leia, this, right? Mm-hmm. Luke and Leia plus one. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. There's an archetype that uh, that Maui has been pretty heavily invested in. Shout outs to him. Good. I actually saw, I did see him on stream very briefly. It was the only game I saw part of because I said, oh, he's playing. I like him. He's a good dude. Yeah. I saw, I think I saw most of the streams except the finals, which I am very much looking forward to. And half the reason I haven't seen it is because I want to literally watch it. Like, I don't want to be distracted because I'm, as you all know, First Order. I love the First Order. Um, even though I'm intrigued by a certain person's list that maybe I shouldn't say by chance is Reaper list. But, you know, that I digress. Mm. Well, we'll we'll go about another day. More, we'll keep everyone more in suspense. More on those reapers. More on those reapers later. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, but I I love I love I love I mean that's a mean finals man. That's right up my alley so I I look forward to yeah, watching F-O-V-F-O. it. FO That's got to get you hyped uh, for to be a first order man. Yeah, it's cool to see FO you, that high. You have told me before that uh you used to go to tournaments when it felt like nobody played fo and you and the other fo players would be like have a little secret nod with each other like yeah mm-hmm. we get it we're, we're the fo guys right yeah uh but now fo's on top that must feel great like you've been a true believer even when they were not the meta menace right they were not the guys now they are yeah that's nice that's good for you now they're doing good hopefully uh i don't know I, I love this for you i'm very happy for you uh, thank you man I, I hopefully uh, I haven't seen Baron lately, but hopefully he's flying for sword. I know he was cheating on us for a little bit for Republic, but um, hopefully he's, uh, he's back a true believer. He'll be back. Yeah, He'll hopefully back. he's flying first order. Uh, I'm hoping they get the Upsilon re-released back into. Uh, back oh into well, standard. I would love that. You know, uh, yeah, and, yeah, it's a cool ship. It's a movie ship, right? Like should be in the should be in the game. Yeah, and mute, um, mute Zach loves uh, FO. We we go back and forth. Yes, builds. mute Zach. What do you think? Ah, uh, Zach, Zach. Let's go to Zach in the uh, in the booth. <laughs> I'm getting this. Hang on, I'm getting this. He says FO good. It's, he says, "Wow, thanks, Zach." Zach's a big fan of Hollow. I know that. <laughs> yeah, he likes. Uh, he likes. Uh, I constantly mock him for his Hollow love. He's a good um, guy. I want to. Uh, put a tag here, spoiler tag, because Chris, I want to talk to you about Kenobi. We haven't talked to Kenobi. Yes, that's cool. So we are going to say, if you are not caught up all the way through the end of episode five of Kenobi, Disney Plus's hit television program starring Ewan McGregor, stop listening now. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. love you all. (laughs) Uh, If you are caught up, the spoilers start here. That was a test. The spoilers really start now. Yeah, right here. Spoiler alert for episode five and before of Kenobi. Chris, I really like this TV show. Spoiler, 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 spoiler alert. Yes, I like (laughs) it, man. I like it, too. I'm really enjoying it. Um, You're all caught up, right? Perfectly. 100% caught up and have a little explanation for some stuff that people were booing a little bit. All right. Give me, first, tell me what people were poo-pooing, and then explain it. Well, I know some people were like, "Oh, they, they put the, the, I thought they killed the Inquisitor, or how did he come back?" Apparently, oh, how did anybody? How, come on, how does anybody come back? Keep going. Of keep course, going. but there's actually a, a semi-legitimate excuse that I heard. Uh, that I heard. Okay. Uh My cousin, uh, she's huge. She knows all about this. She's on Reddit. She's on everywhere. Long story short, 
I believe the alien race that the Grand Inky Boy is that he is that that race or species has okay. multiple vital organs at different places on it. So mm, not unlike myself. So Reva, yes. So so Reva or Rivas, whatever her name is, she Reva. she could have stabbed Reva could have stabbed him, but still had other organs which were working good enough, whatever, to you know make him live. Basically, multiple organs that mm. keep him going. There you go. You had you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. That's why Grant Inky is alive and kicking. And they All needed right, him for some rebel stuff, I guess, too. But yeah, go ahead. Let's validate. Let's let's uh trust but verify. Looks like the Grand Inquisitor was a Powan, P-A-U-A-N, a species of gaunt humanized with gray, furrowed skin and sunken eyes. That's fucked up. Look at that. Carnivores with reference to raw meat. They had sharp, jagged teeth. Uh, like you. Da, 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 da. Eating your they have two sandwiches. stomachs. See, look at that. Not one, ladies and gentlemen. Every everybody's everybody's most required organ, the stomach. <laughs> 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 I can't believe he get stuck through the stomach. Uh, I think I, I think even without that explanation, it's fine. Who cares? We're all fine here. How are you? I'm saying, who cares? Right? Like, yep. pe- people survive. People survive what they need to survive in Star Wars, right? Like, you're telling me that when a good guy gets shot and gets to... So, like, okay, in the latest episode, um, that that Imperial officer turned uh, rebel who was helping mm-hmm. uh, helping Obi-Wan out the whole time. First of all, great actress, great character. Like, I really enjoyed her character. She was really, really cool. I'm really Mama, sad that she died. Mama Sandsnake. I love her. Yeah. Mama Sandsnake. Yes. Uh, she, she was great, right? Uh, the thing, like, <laughs> she got shot a bunch of times and like had several moments of like, oh no, before she like pulled out a thermal detonator, which fucking ruled and mm. blew all those guys up, right? That was great. But then random stormtrooper number three gets shot, he's dead immediately. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I'm saying it happens all the time in in fiction and Star Wars specifically. When you are a no-name bad guy, you die immediately. When you have a name and a purpose, you live for as long as you need to live, and there are no questions asked. Like mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Um, but, like, how... Drop his ass in a back to tank. How, I mean, I don't know about you, man. I got moved, yeah. man, when, when when Mama Sandsnake was dying, and then the robot that she was cool with, and I... Oh, man, I was I was, oh. I was pissed. Pissed no, about I, see, LiftBot. I, I was, yeah, that's... Uh, Love that guy. I was, I was moved, man. I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, because you start feeling for these droids, and... Ah, oh, I just thought it was really excellent. People too, Chris. excellent scene. Excellent scene. I love that part. Yeah, a- absolutely an excellent scene. Um, oh, really pretty good yeah. episode. I, I, I've heard some people, friend of the podcast, former guest host of this podcast, Matthew Greiner, Ooh. had some deep criticism Matt- of the episode. He didn't. He did not like it. Matthew Greiner. Okay, got it. Um, he did not like it. I liked it. Uh, I did like it. I really liked the flashbacks with Obi-Wan and Anakin. I yeah. Thought were, I thought it was a really great framing. And my wife actually said we were watching mm-hmm. and she said, uh, after they had one of the flashbacks and then it cut to Vader. Right. And she's like, you know, they're doing a lot to really helps me associate the fact that Darth Vader is a person who like maybe has memories about stuff who like at one time cared about people. Right. Like, 
Like, so uh, cool. which is not something you see. Saw before. Not something that they did a lot of in the movies for Darth Vader in like the original trilogy. Darth yeah. Vader was just a monster, right? Like he was this like menacing creature almost, yeah. right? Um, but she was like, oh, they're really doing a lot to make me connect and like think about Darth Vader as a person mm-hmm. and, and like connect him to Anakin, which is really cool stuff, I think. And um, how cool is it? I'm glad your wife. Shout out! Shout out to Sneaky Pete's wife for recognizing. <laughs> Yep, she knows how to pay attention to a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some people people don't even care about that, believe it or not, or they they just dismiss it and they just want to see Mean Vader, who had a cool scene. So it's it's good that they give him uh, depth. You know, um, I really liked the uh, talking about the different episodes. I really liked episode four. Right. They've done a lot in all the different episodes. Mm -hmm. To someone pointed this out early on, they're evoking the um the movies that obi-wan is from so like the first obi-wan episode tv show evoked phantom menace at certain points Mm -hmm. and then you know episode two evokes episode two three three four four right so episode four though taking place in all those dark hallways of that like inquisitor fortress yeah was very reminiscent of sneaking around the death star right Mm -hmm. like very similar in a really cool way i liked that a lot i liked um I liked when Obi-Wan, you know, like used, like really used the force to like hold back the glass that was breaking. Oh, it that was, was like, cool. It was, that it was, was visually, cool. it was visually cool. Mm-hmm. And also like for the character, we knew it was big because he'd been so hesitant to use the force in other yep. episodes. He's getting right? it back. Like, yeah, he's getting, he's getting his mojo back. I have this really cool stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just overall impressed with the show. I'm enjoying it. How I about, will say, uh, go ahead. Uh, Reva, yeah, Reva with, I mean, Vader almost toying with her. Oh, my oh, God. And, yeah, and, and so he knew the whole cool. time who she was when he called her youngling. Yeah. Oof. But the fight, like he was just using but the his fight hand. was cool. Yeah. Like he was like yeah. Bruce Lee, the wood like stuff like a, it, it looked like it looked like if you watched the second Kill Bill, when when yeah. uh, when she does that little hand thing that like does something to the organs the five the five point palm exploding heart technique god bless you for knowing exactly what i was talking about yes it looked like vader was doing that like just blocking her uh her like 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 her lightsaber moves even without using hit i was like oh this is it was such a cool fight you don't get to see that often so it was really cool and showed how yeah, strong it was, was. He was like, Whoa. yeah, it was, it was, it was like a different kind of fight, which was very cool. And then we mm-hmm. also had a traditional lightsaber fight because we had Anakin and Obi Wan like training duel flashback. Yeah, right. So yeah, it really had both. Um, I do want to say though, like if I if I am being critical of anything, which like I, I don't necessarily always feel the need to be super critical of stuff, but I felt like the CG in the last episode, specifically when he's breaking apart the ship. Uh, felt very straight out of a like video a, game, or like something. a no, like a network TV show almost. Yeah, right. Like my wife, <laughs> this is a weird thing reference to me. My wife is a big fan of Grey's Anatomy. Right? Mm-hmm. You ever watched Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, at they yeah, got okay. like seven thousand seasons of it. Yeah, I've seen it earlier. On. They, yeah. they have a bajillion seasons of it. She's in it now just because she's been in it for so long. But mm-hmm. I watch it with her sometimes now. Cause I, I don't know. Cause I like to spend time with my wife and watch TV. Right. So, she, you know, we'll, we'll, so I watched um, the last season. 
I think mm-hmm. either way, but every so often they have like a CG scene where like, Oh, you know, a helicopter crashes, whatever. Right. But like the CG budget they have is so low. It always looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like laughably bad. And this CG was like very reminiscent of that. It was like very, that exact part. Yeah. But weirdly fat. Yeah. When he rips the doors off and I was like, uh, okay. I'm like, Disney's got better money for this. It made me wish they had spent the movie budget to make, Make this a kick-ass movie you know mm-hmm. it was cool though the little okie doke they pulled where he does the oh where they were like zoop yeah no we're in this ship i was like that's cool. yeah got him and something i heard that i have to do some research on is apparently there's a lot of uh jedi or jedi and characters that are like it could, it could be from the video game or from the books that are inscribed on that wall Yes, uh, Cornhorn is on there. No. Yes, Cornhorn is one of the names written in the hit in the hideout. Yeah. Uh, Quinlan Voss is from the Clone Wars TV show, yeah. and then later comic books and mm-hmm. stuff. Tiberius, he, somebody like, sh- from he the... shacks up with uh, shacks up with uh, what's her name, Ventress. Ty- time. Oh, nice. Tiberius from uh, one of the video games, Star Wars Galaxies, is on it. That's from a video. Oh, game. really? Yeah. Wow. So I've the... heard of video games? They're good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So that's uh, I don't know, man. That, it, so lots of little Easter eggs, which is cool. Some yeah, I dig that stuff. I love it. No, what I'm jealous I, I, of, what I'm jealous yeah. of. Tell me, this bothers me, but I'm happy for my West Coast people. Is my cousin told me that in cer- certain theaters, she's she's around L.A. In certain oh, the- I heard about this. You yeah. heard about this? Go ahead. They're going to they're be gonna, they're going to do the finale. They're going to the show theater, the finale right? in the theater. I would love I to care. see. So, ah, oh, you're well. I'm a theater. I'm a movie guy. So, a Top Gun five. No, five. see, I'm a, I'm a movie guy too. I just got kids, so I don't get to go to the fucking movies. Right. I, I don't have all these responsibilities. So, I, I you should get some responsibilities. I, Chris. I, I, I would love responsibilities. Trust me. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta you gotta make an honest woman one of these days out of some of these. <laughs> I'm working some on of these it. ladies who uh, they don't deserve you. If I'm being honest, I'm you trying, gotta find the man. one. Who des- you gotta find the white one who deserves. I need you, a lady then, Jedi out there. Yeah, I need to unleash the force, man. I, listen, I will end. We'll end on this. We'll end on this because I, I'm just going to describe it. I got my kids. So we got uh, some years ago, um, couple. Yeah, so this was 2019. We took my daughter to Disney World, right? Mm-hmm. And she was very into seeing the Star Wars characters walking around, even though she had never seen Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I, we were in Disney World. And I, I built my own lightsaber at the lightsaber thing, right? It was mm-hmm. really cool. And she was into it. She's like, "Oh, this is so cool, right?" So my brother and I went out to the Disney store, uh, just locally, right? And they sell the lightsabers they sell now are different than the ones they sold when we were younger. You remember the ones they used to sell when we were younger where you like you flip it and like it like, you know, shoots out, right? The plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, instead of they were cool back instead then. Now, now they're like a fixed blade with like LEDs in them. So mm. you turn them on and they like they shine really bright blue or green or whatever. Mm. So we got a green one and a blue one. We got like it's like it's like Anakin's uh lightsaber and it's Yoda's lightsaber. Uh, so I have I have those. So my daughter and I, we like we lightsaber fight with them sometimes, um, but they're just in the closet right now. Anyway, every so often, my son, if the closet gets left open, he finds it. Uh, so today, the two of them are running around with lightsabers. I took a picture of them posing. Uh, I'll send it to you. It's very funny. And I uh, I captioned it. 
that uh, the the poster for the new Disney Plus series just dropped. Oh God! <laughs> these two. I'll send. I'll text you this picture. It's really yeah, cool. yeah, 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 definitely. Because my son, you know, my son just turned two, so he's just holding it up <laughs> with a big. He's. I said, my. I said, Milo, show me your lightsaber. Say cheese. He holds it up. He goes cheese. And Charlotte's trying to do like a cool Jedi pose in the background. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it's super cute. It's super cute. It's super cute. I will um, say they had for the Star yeah, Wars yeah. Hotel. They showed a clip of like you know the good guys versus bad guys whatever, and a quick yep, clip yep, yep. was a, a female Jedi, and dude, she had whatever I don't know how much it cost, but she had a lightsaber that it actually this is live filming, uh, light like, yes, was, it, like it, it turns came on, out right? yeah, but it, I mean yep. it wasn't like the plastics or or the ones I use for costumes. This thing like shot came up like a light a legit lightsaber, and I was like, yes, how does that happen? They... They did an advertisement revealing that they, I don't know what, how that technology works, or I also don't know if it's for sale yet. But I would love one like that. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, um, so cool. I don't think it would be suitable to like, uh, you know, because you can do a level of stage combat mm-hmm. with certain lightsabers, right? They're like made for like, yeah. oh, if you like choreographed duel, heavy duty ones, sturdier, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I doubt, I doubt that tech is good for that. But it would be really cool because I, like you were saying, I know you do cosplay at like Comic Con and stuff, and like that would be really good. Yeah, totally for that. Yeah. All right. Any other things to say about Kenobi that get you excited? I think uh, I think we're definitely. Uh, so for the other for the listeners who are still with us, we're on. I am on vacation next week, but we're going to try and record another episode this week so we can put something up next week while I'm gone. But Chris, I was just thinking we should try to record after the Kenobi finale, and then we can talk about that. What do you think of that? Ooh. That's part of it. Kenobi S. Yeah, maybe that's a good idea. Sounds good. Uh, I'm jealous that, uh, unless you know if they're doing this on the East Coast, um, but I'm jealous we don't have that. I would love to see that in the theater. Let's let's live Google it right now. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Chris Chris Knight, go find a theater and go there, please. Uh... Otherwise, seemingly headed to theaters. What do you think is going to happen? Because Rivas, Rivas sees Rivas, <laughs> Rivas sees the 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 little thing that Jimmy Smith stole her. But I mean, she's all messed up. Like, what? I think she's going to die. She's like, obvious. She, I, well, I, I, she's surely okay. So I have two predictions. Mm-hmm. She's not dead currently. Yeah, and she's going to die before the end of the series. Yes, right. Because she doesn't appear in other things, spoiler, like Rebels, the Grand Inquisitor's the main character, Reva, it was only in this. So like Reva, Reva was introduced to this show to die, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but two, she was like stabbed in the chest and quote unquote left to die. Yep. Kind of the same as the Grand Inquisitor. So she's going to walk away enough to do something else, but then die. I do wonder if they try to give her some sort of redemption. I kind of hope they don't. I hope they don't, but like, I know I they are because that's the M.O. You know, I'm not. I I'd be willing to take that bet, right? Like, I I don't I don't know if they're definitely going to do it. I All I right. like to think they let's, might not. Let's but, let's uh, call it right now. Uh, one of your little right gasoline sandwiches. Uh, uh, listen, listen. No, I'll do you one better next time. Lunch, next time we get together, lunch lunch is on the loser. All if, right. If Riva if Riva gets redeemed, I'll be buying lunch. And if Reva does not get redeemed, uh, you will buy it. Now, what counts as what counts as getting redeemed? Like she might give she herself. Has, uh, give, she, she comes. Okay, she just like sacrifice herself. Okay. Yeah, or she's 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 uh, doing something to save. Let's say Obi Wan or a good or a good person. Whereas before she was trying to kill him, she didn't she didn't give a crap about them. I think that would sure, count. Okay. I think that would count. Yeah. 
oh, all right, that'll count. Yeah, if she if she does something explicitly to help Obi Wan, mm-hmm. that maybe is not necessarily in service of killing Vader, because like her secret goal was to kill Vader. Right? Yeah, if 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 she just goes and kills Vader, that does not count. Or or anyway, right. she like just else, but or if she's like, I'll I'll help you just to get to Vader, right? Yeah. I don't think that counts. No, but it, but if she's like, I'll help you even though I can't get to Vader, like that counts. Yeah, we'll, right. yeah, we'll be, we'll right. be, we'll, 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 we'll sort it out after the gentleman's fact. honor, gentleman's it. honor, gentleman's honor. We know, you'll know. It's mm-hmm. if you know, you'll know when you see it. You know, when you know, you know. Oh, when hey. you know, you know. Hey. This has been this has been yet another X Wing podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Catch us this weekend every week on Wednesdays. I've been I have been Pete Lambro, your host, joined by Chris Daniel, your co-host, and with us in spirit, Zach Hood. Thanks for trying to join us. Get with you can donate uh, to the Zach Get a New Computer Fund at www.zachneedsanewcomputer.com. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, real quick, sh- uh, ECG tournament this Saturday and a hex yeah. tournament this Sunday. I will regrettably be out of town. I will be in Lake George, not thinking about X-Wing or anything. Getting Zen. Getting Zen. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening and we will catch you next time. Which actually brings us to something you brought up before that I want to talk about. But first, listeners, we're going to take a very brief break and be right back. Yes. I super have to pee, Chris. I'm really sorry. I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead, man. I'm just going to leave the recording going, okay? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Hopefully not. Hopefully, I don't want to hear you. <laughs> yes, so this is Sneaky Piss Pete time. Starring Sneaky Pete by himself. He had to pee, as you can see that he had to pee. That's the Sneaky Pete pee rhyme. Because it's all the time that he can rhyme and sound fine as he pees. If it's more than one shake, more than two shakes, that's called something else, Sneaky Pete, just so you know. So the question is, did he have to pee? Or was it something else? Dun, dun, dun. Bah, 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 bah. The Sneaky Pete Pee Time. Brought to you by Sneaky Pete and all of our sponsors. Because apparently, <laughs> brought to you by Sneaky Pete and that crappy uh, sandwich place that he goes to. Arkham Asylum Sandwiches. I don't know. I forgot the name of it. Arkham Asylum Sandwiches. That's probably not it. That's a Batman game. But yes. Ark, what what was the name of it? I forgot. I can't remember. But yes, don't eat those sandwiches, guys. Listen to Mute Zach and myself. Don't get a gasoline sandwich. Don't get a gasoline sandwich. Get a normal sandwich. Go to Subway's. Go somewhere else. If there was a Blimpies, which used to exist, I'm aging myself right now. Blimpies was better than that gasoline sandwich, I'm sure. Then again, I think Blimpies was in a lot of those little gasoline stations, maybe. Maybe that's what started the trend. And he's back. What the, what the hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> all I have I to say the, is I when, see the line. All I have to say is when you go back, you're, you're in for an interesting listen.
<laughs> Fantastic.